Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. Welcome back to another episode. We today have a special guest with us. Her name is Faith, and um, she's all the way out in Nebraska. And this is going to be fun. I can tell her personality is super bubbly, so who knows where this conversation is going to go. But when I think of Faith, I mean, she's a new mom, a teacher. And when I think of her, I just think of like self-love advocate, just somebody who's very into promoting self-love and helping women come up with different ways to discover that for themselves and deepen their relationship with themselves. So Faith, Mm -hmm. thanks for being with us. Of course. Anytime. Anytime (laughs) at all. Excited. And would you describe, would you say that's a pretty accurate description? You just love helping women love themselves. Exactly. Yes. I hundred percent, I would put myself as like, yeah, I just want everyone to remember that like God created them fearfully and wonderfully and that they need to remember that because sometimes society forgets to tell them that. So like I have someone in their corner, right? Absolutely. Yeah. We need people to remind us like you. More women, the better. I think everyone should be an advocate for themselves and for everyone else. Exactly. Agreed. Mm -hmm. So what, um, so why don't you just like, tell us like what your background is, like what you do, what you like to do and kind of how this, like, cause obviously you've already had this in you already, but what brought, I feel like it just really came brought to life recently. So what kind of, yeah. like- so I am a teacher by trade. So I hang out with six and seven year olds during the day and I've always, so like growing up, I struggled with anxiety. I struggled with depression. And um, just then when I was getting into my adult life, I just had some some tragic family events that kind of led to where I got hit one day where I was like, what are we doing? Like, why am I like not just like telling everyone to just go do it? Like, you know what I mean? Just why are we just sitting and living this mediocre life? Because supposedly that's what it's supposed to be is you're just supposed to live mediocre. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Because we're all just so our anxiety or our depression tells us these lies and we need yeah. to get rid of those lies and we need to live in our truth. And so that brought on my blog. And then that I just started creating a community, a Facebook group community. And then it just led to something where like, I don't know, just women supporting women, like just like we're your cheerleaders with whatever yeah. you decide to do in this life. Just helping women remind that, remind that of, you know, because I think that can get lost in this shuffle of like being a mom or being a businesswoman or being a wife or whatever it is that you're spending your time with. You get lost in the shuffle of like, no, like I have my own hopes and dreams and desires and right. I need to go live those. Like I need to show up in my own life. So yeah. Right. Like you just take on that identity. Like I'm a mom. So here's my box. I'm supposed to live in what I'm supposed to do. Yes. But I'm more than a mom. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We're so many other things. Like we're a friend and we're a sister and we're a really good target shopper. And we're like yes. <laughs> all these things, you know, like, yes. So target shopping should be a sport. Oh, dude, I would get a gold medal every time. Olympic trial. I like how you said about identity because I feel like that's something that so many women, women but individuals overall, really struggle with identity and finding themselves in like their I would say like late adult or teen or going into early adulthood. And I think for having that 
like identity crisis or just kind of finding that themselves along the way. Like you said about society, we have all these norms and molds of like what people are supposed to kind of fit in. And then you just Mm -hmm. adapt into one and then you become it. And then as you continue growing, maybe you were a college student and then you became a mom and like, you don't know how to be a college student kind of with those friends because now you're outgrowing that into a new identity. And then you've lost maybe your job credential identity and you take on these adaptable identities and it's hard to kind of shift hats as you go. Mm -hmm. I mean, 100% could totally relate to that. And I know that so many other women as well. Exactly. A hundred percent. And I think especially like, so I'm a teacher by trade and you see it so much in the teacher world of like these women and men who put all of their heart and soul into being a teacher. And then it comes time for retirement and they're like, what do I do? What's my life like? You know, and they just get lost or same thing with like mom. Like I saw that, like after I had Liddy, I definitely went through like some postpartum for sure of just like this, like, is this all I'm going to be? Is all I'm going to do is just feed this child. I'm just going to sit here. Like, that's it. You know? And it's just like this identity of like, and then you like resent yourself because you're like, well, I should be thrilled that I get to feed her and I get to cuddle her. And you know, and you're just, you get lost in the shuffle. And then you like, like, I'll never forget. I was like sitting on my bed one time, just feeding her. And I was like, is this all I'm going to do? And it like felt like this like outer body. Like I looked down and I was like, okay, is this faith? Is this who faith is of just, you just sit on the edge of a bed and you feed your baby and then you go back to sleep and you wake up when she wakes up or like, what else is there to, you know, because there is, there's so much, everyone's been giving such unique talents and unique abilities. And it's just, are you, are you serving those abilities or are you just playing small? I would think for, I think as for me on my own personal experience, it's like finding your identity, but then also aligning that with your purpose. Because I think that's where the two get so mismatched is that we feel like we have to be, you know, a teacher, a mom, a a doctor or whatever label you want to give yourself as that identity, but you're not fulfilling that purpose because even from your experiences being a mom, you like know that that's a part of it. It's a new purpose to fulfill, but yet there's still faith. Yeah, that's you. You there's a whole encompassment of like who you are, and mm-hmm. you're not just pigeonholed into one category. Exactly, and I think sometimes that's where society tells us wrong. You know, society kind of pigeonholes us and goes, "Well, you're the teacher, so what are you doing? Starting a blog and starting like making a How journal? Dare you? Yeah, like you're just supposed to hang out with first graders all day. You know, like, well, no, this is something I'm passionate about. You know, and so it's that yeah navigating. So- So two things, Rachel, I like that you said identity crisis, because I think that's exactly what it is, a crisis sometimes. (laughs) And then B, Faith, I need to go back to what you're talking about, feeding this baby for a second, because (laughs) that's like something I feel like just like as um, like thinking in the future, I guess, as far as like having a baby coming up, that's something that I've even like struggled with and talked with Ryan about where I was like, oh my gosh, like when this baby comes, like, I don't know what I get to do anymore. Like I don't get to have fun anymore. I don't get to do those things I do or be who I am because I have to (laughs) live my life for this whole other person. You know what I mean? So, which obviously makes me, I don't feel good hearing you say that, but that it's normal, I guess, for new moms to think that way because I'm freaking out about it. (laughs) Don't, don't. (laughs) And I do think... I mean, I think everyone's different with their story and yeah. like how, you know, with the baby, but just for me, like, 
I just don't think I was prepared mentally for after mother, like after giving birth. I think like a lot of times in my experience, obviously others could be totally different, but it was all about like the actual birth, but no one told you the like, no one really wants to talk about like how you're going to like be mad at that baby for crying at two in the morning. And then you're going to be mad at yourself for like being mad at that baby, you know? (laughs) And yeah. And I think it just like with the feeding, like, you know, obviously there, there's a season for that where you're going to be a little just like, you know, you are going to feed them every two, three hours. And that's just a part of life of going through that season. But are you like having habits and stuff in place to make sure you don't get lost down the rabbit hole? And I don't think I had that, right. you know, I didn't so until it was kind of like, Ooh, you need to do that. So, so would that be like an example of something that like you blog about or that you talk about like in your Facebook groups or like your, like when you like teach and promote like self-care and self-love, like do you, I guess like supply like strategies of like, here's what happened to me and here's how I felt better. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a lot of like, so essentially how I look at like my Facebook group and my blog is I go, who do I need when I was going through that? Like when I was going through depression and through like all of my anxiety growing up, my panic attacks, like who did I need during that time? You know? And sometimes it was just someone to say, Hey girl, it's going to stink for a little bit and it's going to be fine. But then there was, you know, Yeah. And then there was other times where it's like, no girl, you're serving so many other people that you're forgetting you need to serve a little bit of yourself too. Like you can't pour from an empty bucket. Right. So yeah, I guess that's just how I view all of my mission, I guess, of just like, if I could go back to my 13 year old self, this is what I her, or my 21 year old self or my, yeah. Would you say with your like depression and anxiety that you had when you were younger that you've like figured out ways to just overcome that completely or just like handle it better? Yeah. So I definitely think like, I think with depression, you can definitely like overcome that. I believe just for me, I mean, but like with anxiety, I think I just have a better handle on it. I do think there's a lot of times where I can find like I get anxious, like I'm for driving. That's like a phobia for me. Like I, oh. if it, and I live in Nebraska, like, come on, man. Like <laughs> not a lot of traffic. Not the yeah. best spot to have a driving phobia, but yeah, you know, so then it's, so I think it's always a learning. Like I was just listening to a podcast, different podcast, And it was talking about just trending up towards emotional health. Like you'll never fully overcome emotional health. You'll never fully right. like Yay, I'm emotionally healthy. Like, no, you know, but you can definitely be working towards it. And, like, are you working out? Are you eating healthy? Are you saying affirmations and speaking life into your life? Like, I mean, are you not hanging out with people that are bringing you down? You know, just habits reflecting the life you want, I guess. Right. And And I think that's really big to take an overall aerial view of your life and see the areas that are and are not serving you. And start filling those buckets of the things, even if you're, if you're not there yet, how can you get to that? Knowing that like where you're at is not serving you and you feel stuck and so alone and isolated at times that you can turn to somebody who has overcome that or, you know, ask for help in just managing what you have. And I think that was something I had gone through. And part of my journey is just 
looking at it as it wasn't a destination. It's part of the journey and you're figuring things out every single day as you go. And I think just we have, we live in a society where everything is like instant gratification. Like we need it fixed now. Everything has to be overnight. And it's like, you're never going to be emotionally healed, physically healed, mentally healed and spiritually healed. It's the journey of life. And that literally is like the purpose of it is finding it out as you go. Mm -hmm. I think for like kind of a bit of like for somebody kind of struggling with finding their purpose, a lot of what I have found out from my own as well as many other women I've spoke to people too, look back at what you've overcome. That's Mm -hmm. the purpose. And our purpose is about serving and loving others outside. Mm -hmm. So if we've overcome something, it's almost like our obligation and due diligence to help others overcome that too. Because you should never look at somebody in like that kind of pit and be like, oh, that sucks to be you. Exactly. Yep. I totally agree. And I think that's kind of why I started this whole mission is I just, some events happen and it just was like, okay, like I dealing with this, but I'm also overcome type teenage depression. I've overcome a lot of anxiety, you know, negative self-talk a little bit. Like I still struggle with that a little bit, but a lot better than it used to be, you know? And so it's like, why would I see that woman suffering? Who's like having Hor- like having a pan attack on the bathroom floor and I'm not going to tell her how to do grounding. I'm just going to go, Oh, keep, keep going girl. You know, like, no, of course I'm going to be like, and you know, and sometimes it's just that whole, like your test is going to turn into your testimony is maybe there's a reason you're going through this rough spot so that one day you can turn around and go, Hey girl, give me your hand. I got you. Right, you know, right. like be that light for somebody. Exactly. And it's a, another one of those uh, kind of the quotes or affirmations, you know, your mess becomes your message. Yes. And all of these are kind of like, you look back at what you've overcome. These are like storms and like building the confidence to know that you've already overcome something. So you should just like throw that in with your identity. You're an overcomer. Like mm-hmm. you, you don't have to label yourself as like a profession or an, a single identity, but look at all the things you've accomplished and give yourself like those words of like empowerment. Like who wants to be like a badass overcomer, confident yes. woman? Like just yes. the pigeonhole is, I'm a mom. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. But they don't say like, instead of saying I'm a mom, they don't go, but I took care of four little humans and they all got fed and we got out the door on time and they were dressed and they were showered and brushed teeth. Like they don't say anything to that. They just go, well, I'm a stay at home mom. It's like, girl, that's, that's hard work. Like that's a gift because not many people get to experience that. So flip it. And it's just like, it, it becomes so empowering when we, take those words and our identity and the affirmation and use it to our advantage because then it gives others permission to do the same where mm-hmm. we don't have to kind of sit in a bucket of isolation and be like, yep, I'm just a mom. And it's like, there's more to us. And I don't know, I'm just using your, the example of a mom. Cause yeah, I'm, no. And the only reason I'm a mom. mom is it's on fresh in my mind for sure. But yeah, same with like a teacher or with right, like right. a businesswoman or corporate girl, like, yep, I agree. I like, um, when I first heard that quote, like your mess becomes your message, I was like, oh shit, I'm gonna have a huge message to share with people. Sometimes. You are. This There's is a lot of important. mess going on sometimes. This is yes. just a different detour <laughs> in the journey that you thought you were headed on. And that's part of it. It's just right. navigating because you're gonna have all these new messages coming around because our journey isn't done. Every day. Yep. And I think that's too, like, one thing I'm starting to realize is like, Sometimes like going back to the pigeonhole of just like, we go, okay, I'm going to be a teacher and I'm just 
saying teacher because that's what I am, but obviously it can be anything. But like we say, and we have, we think that's what we need to be for the rest of our life. And it's like, no girl, like your dreams could totally change and you could decide to open up your own coffee shop or write a book or make a coloring book. I don't know. But I think sometimes we get pigeonholed to where we go, well, I said I was going to be a teacher. So that's what I got to stay the whole time. You know, and then it's going back to that identity of like, you're wanting to go this way, but you think you need to stay here. You're attached to it. And that's the, I guess the beauty of it is that like, you know, having these different identities so that if you're, if you're already going through these life changes and adapting these new identities, so there's nobody that says that you can't take those ones off and become something different. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be natural and organic new identities that unfold. Go become whatever you've ever aspired to be. And exactly. it doesn't have to be like I said, like the actual identity, but like look at, you know, using adjectives too, like mm-hmm. badass. Like what does a badass yep. present for you? What does a confident woman mean to you? And these yep. are different elements of identity that we can really tap into. Yep. What does right. a powerhouse I, mean? Right. I think like all these like affirmations or like whatever we tell ourselves, like we have to live up to the image that we have of ourselves. Like mm-hmm. our actions, everything we do every day is exactly in proportion to like how we view ourselves. And that's what happens when people put those labels on themselves. So I'm just the teacher. So now my actions and everything I do is going to align mm-hmm. with me just being a teacher. And I just think so many, lots of people in all kinds of different realms, like you said, a faith, like, and no matter what it is, like there's been times where like, I know like I've railroaded myself just saying I'm this kind of person. So I can't look left, right, or anything else because that's, not the image I had of myself, yep. which who am I to define the image of? I didn't make me. Exactly. You know? so exactly. Who am I to make that image? But, yep. but yeah, Sister. we can do all kinds of fun stuff. But you mentioned um, Faith too, like, okay, I want to talk about like, because you made a journal recently, right? I did. Published. Faith what? Published what? Yeah, girl on Amazon. What's up? <laughs> so, oh, so like, tell us like, kind of like what you're, what's it called? We're going to put it all in the show notes too. So people have access to it, but. Oh, that's so sweet of you. But yeah, it's called Take Back Your Mental. Um, It's a 90 day gratitude prayer and self-discovery journal. I pretty much, so I've always like on my heart forever have like wanted to publish something. Like I love journaling. I love books. Like I read all the time. And so it kind of came out of my postpartum depression for sure. I kind of was just like, okay, what are my habits that I need to be doing to make sure that I'm taking care of me? Like, where's my checklist that says, hey, did you eat healthy today? Did you work out today? Did you spend some time with God? Did you drink enough water? You know, just some of that kind of stuff. And then also to the inner work, right? Because if we don't take care of the inner then our outer world is going to be just as chaotic as our inner. And so just was thinking, and I kind of (laughs) created it for myself, essentially. And I just, I kind of put it in a way that would be one where it's like, it's all just in one. Because again, I love journals and I love like checklists. Like I'm definitely type A when it comes to that, you know. Gosh, like you're saying this and I'm like cringing. I'm like, ugh, checklist. (laughs) No, you got to cross it off and you get the satisfaction. It doesn't um, feel good. You're yeah. right. But um, no, but what I was realizing, it was like, okay, so I have like 
my journal where I write prompts and I have this journal for this and I have my prayer journal and I, you know, and then like your bedside table is filled with like five books and you can't even put your water on it because it has like all these things. And so I decided to make it all into one where it's like, here you go. Here's your, like, if you want to take care of you, this is where you start, you know? And it, so it kind of goes through, there's like a prayer section just because I'm a huge believer in prayer or reflection. Preston and I, we do like where we'll say, okay, what's one really good thing that happened today? And what's one thing that you wish you could have done better? Just to kind of like get that communication with like spouses, but then also to, to like do that inner work of like, well, actually I probably should have worked out today or, oh, maybe I kind of snapped at that person and I shouldn't have or whatever. So that's really good. And then there's like a conquer list, which is pretty much just like where you can write what's one thing if you were to do today, you would count it successful. And I think a lot of times with when we get depressed, we get down into this like, well, I didn't do the laundry and I didn't do the dishes and I didn't do this and this and this and this. And we just get down deep in like that hole of of the devil, essentially. You know what I mean? (laughs) Where like one thing that worked for me, and again, everyone's different, but for me, what worked was Preston. And it's honestly, I stock it to Preston. Preston said, Faith, you need to do one thing today. And it will be successful. But what's one thing you need to do? And I was like, I could do the laundry. And he was like, all right. Yeah. Then that's what you need to do today. Don't worry about everything else. Don't worry about the dishes or the whatever or the stuff piling up. Just do the laundry. Right. You know? And then it was like, oh, look, I did the laundry today. Like, yes, I, you know, I am yeah. kind of getting out of that little hole. And then you oh, just yeah, up yeah. and up and up until you're doing three, four things. And it's like, oh, hey. I'm out of, you know, and then what a great husband. I know. Isn't he the greatest? Shout out Preston. Yeah. Preston. <laughs> what? He's the coolest, but yeah. 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 And then there's another part where I have like journal prompts that they can yeah. journal. Cause I just, that's how I like to journal. Some people like to just write it out their thoughts. I'm one where like, you need to give me a question and then I will just like go to town on that question. You know, like yeah. you're, you're letting me to let go of. Okay, I'll I'll journal for like twenty minutes on that. So yeah. I like that too because when I think of journaling, like I can't if I just look at a blank piece of paper, I'm just Same I can't correct. I it's it's rough. And I remember being like, Oh, I'm gonna start journaling and like it ended up almost looking like a fourth grade dear diary. Like, here's what yes. I did today. <laughs> like, yes. and it was like I couldn't think of anything to write. <laughs> yes, it's like I ate Chipotle. Yeah, I took a nap and yeah, it was totally fine. Like some people love that, but for me, like I just none of like my inner work could get done through that. Like I don't have enough, like I don't know, like jazz. Like I don't even know the word to do that on my own. Like I need a prompt that's like, "What's your ideal day look like?" You know, and then you're going or like, "What's your mission?" Like, "What's you know?" Or whatever it is, right. Awesome. Whatever prompt it is. These are, I, I like that they're all prompted because people that are just starting out into journaling to take back their life in that regard, maybe just are feeling stuck. And that's where I assume like probably most people kind of are when they're transitioning into, you know, finding their purpose, finding their identity. So mm-hmm. overall, like just having some great journal prompts. And a lot of times, um, you know, maybe you just might overlook the prompt because you've already had a system and it just flows now. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I left it to where like, like the prompts are all on just one page right. because there are people that like love to doodle. That's how they like get it out. It's just doodling or bullet journaling or 
whatever. So there's, I wanted that freedom, you know, cause then sometimes like I see the journals with like the lines mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, well I need to like my perfectionism goes, okay, I need to fill all those lines. Like, you know, like, it's like, okay, I need to fill it all when really it's like, no girl, like if you need to write two sentences and that's it, that's fine. You know, I think sometimes with journaling too, people go, oh, I need to sit for like 30 minutes and like soak it in. And you know, it's like, no, maybe you just need to like journal out, like you rage journal. You know what I mean? Like you just take a pen and you're just like, oh yeah, girl. I'm going to write that down. journal, And then you go to the conversation once it's all out. And then you're a little more clear in the head. Yeah. So that's opening like the freedom up there. And so you can find more, more space and more purpose, yes. identity, and all that fun stuff that sometimes gets buried in with everyday life. But so your journal, that's on Amazon? Yes. Yep. So it's on Amazon. Um, <laughs> what? Um, it was okay. kind of crazy. It was totally, yeah. It was one, there's a present, of course. Shout out to like, seriously, Instagram husband's most supportive beat ever. <laughs> I was like going to like click submit to like have it edited or like proofed and everything. And he was like, whoa, Faith, whoa. Like we need to like take a picture of this and like a video. Like, what are you doing right now? Like, and you know, just, I was like, like, ah, you know, so there's a video of me of like, yeah, I'm, you know, gonna do this thing, you know? And it's just that like, a whole new yes. territory for me. You know, again, it goes to identity. Like I for so long associated myself with a teacher and now I'm kind of like, no, I'm an author now and I do these things, you know, and it's just that yeah, it's okay to change change that. But again, I don't find my identity in a teacher. Like I find it in the man upstairs, so. Right. Yeah. Did you go to Amazon and like look at it and just stare for a while? Oh my gosh, girl, I <laughs> put it... <laughs> Yeah, it's well, because the thing was like, I like wanted to kind of like launch it to my community, right? And so like, it was on Amazon for probably two or three days and I was dying on the inside. Like I was like, I just want to tell everyone and their dog. But I like had this day, like, no, it's going to be on December 1st. I'm going to launch it, all this stuff. So I'm like snapping my sister, like, look, 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 you know, look at this link. Like, here you go, you know, so I bombarded her, but it's fine. Yeah. So I'm super pumped for you because I don't know if you remember, and I don't even remember where it was, what city. I want to say like Baltimore or somewhere. Okay. I just remember being somewhere. <laughs> and like when you were first just starting to like blog or wanting to get into blogging or something, because I was like thinking about it. What? I think it was. Yes. Baltimore. It was okay. in that Airbnb in that yeah. super nice hotel, but it was like yeah. on the sketchy side of the hotel. We had to go yeah, to like, and I- weird. Section. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and it was a very far walk, but yeah, I remember like walking and like talking to you about doing this. And I just think it's so cool. Cause I think that was like years ago, Yeah, but you know what I mean? That you like never gave up on that and made that happen and mm-hmm. like kept pushing, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I just think that's really cool. So thank you. I'm inspired by that. So thank uh-huh. you. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. So we are almost at time. So we're just going to wrap up here quickly, but before we do, is there any thing that you want to say or mention or talk about that you didn't get a chance to yet or I don't think so I think you guys rocked okay. out of heart you guys are professionals cool. I like it <laughs> all right we do our best well, well good so we will so um do you want to let us know we're gonna put everything in the show notes but if you want to tell people like what your social media like your pages or your like Instagram sure. handle all that fun stuff where people could find you yeah so you can 
follow me like crazy. But on Instagram, it's at take back your mental because we're taking back our mental health one day at a time. And then on Facebook, I have a Facebook page that's Imperfectly Perfect Living, which is my blog, um, imperfectlyperfectliving.com. But my community, if you want to come and be a part of the coolest kids on the block, it's called Living Imperfectly Perfect. And you can join and we have a bunch of cool things. We do a lot of fun challenges and just making sure everyone is pouring into that bucket while they're serving others. And Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm in your Facebook group and I see a lot of good stuff that I'm like, damn, this is good or like just things that I needed to hear sometimes. So yes. definitely like stuff on there. Yes. I, yeah, it's been awesome. I mean, that community has just turned into such like, I mean, Holy Spirit working for sure. Like just where like women are encouraging other women and it's just yeah. so, so cool to see. Because I think we need more of that. We need more of other women like holding us up and being like, yep, you're just yeah. as cool as, as the woman standing next to you. Don't let the devil tell you you're not. So yeah, come Back join. Yeah. We like cool things in Target. So <laughs> Target. Obsessed with Target, Target, man. <laughs> One day I'll be like a spokesperson for them. But Someday. Until- you'll be on the Someday, Target. Someday, man. Target, hit me up. <laughs> I'll, I'll rep you all day. I'll add yeah. them. <laughs> Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much. Of course. And we will definitely have to do this again sometime as your journal continues to grow and more and more people have some badass results from using it. I'm I gonna know. Get I'm so excited. I'm It'll getting awesome. one. I'm getting a journal. So I'm going to read it. And then send me a picture. That's like the coolest thing. I was like driving to work the other day and this girl, I had literally like two or three girls send me photos of them like holding up their journal. Like, look yeah. at that. And I was like, oh, yay. Like everyone. I'll do it. Don't threaten me with a good time. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, thank you, Faith. Of course. Anytime, anytime. Thanks for having me. You guys are the best. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman Podcast. For more ways to connect with us, check out our Facebook group. It's The Confident Woman on Facebook. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Aaron underscore travels for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thanks so much. Look forward to checking you next week.